0: (laughs) Hi, good girlies. Welcome back to a solo with your favorites. I missed you guys so much. I haven't sat down in this little chair in my little room and made a little episode in so long, but I just felt like talking to you guys tonight and making a quick little solo. So guys, I have so much to catch you up on. First of all, who else whose ass got kicked? Why did this Gatorade... (laughs) Who else got obliterated by this Mercury in retrograde? What the fuck? What the fuck? But like literally what the fuck was this retrograde? I was not okay. The way everyone went through like an insane like their ex coming back. Like my, you know, basically my ex came back to not the one that I actually am trying to talk less shit about, but... Someone from my past came back, not to blast my friends, but like some of my friends had like both their exes coming back. Like it was crazy. My brother had like everyone who's ever done him wrong come back in like the span of two weeks. It's been insane. It's been insane, but there's a Virgo new moon coming this week. By the time this episode comes out, the new moon will already be done, but I'm having a moon ceremony with some of my friends and I'm really fucking excited because I get to sit with a bunch of Tauruses and manifest what I want in the new Virgo moon. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm horny. That's gross. I'm excited. (laughs) I've never, I have never wanted to do anything more, but I wanted to make this episode because I've been going through a lot of stuff. It has been almost two months since i've like made a solo episode guys like i would sit in my room every fucking week make my little episodes put them on the internet i was getting so burnt out like if you want to know what really fucking happened and why i stopped doing the podcast for like six weeks i was burnt out i was tired to be honest with you right now i'm still tired but i'm pushing through i'm powering through i'm asking for help i'm manifesting new opportunities i I'm realizing how much it really takes to make your dreams happen, and I'm also realizing that in the process of making your dreams happen, it is very fucking easy to completely lose yourself and not take care of yourself, and just because you are working hard on your life and you're making your shit happen doesn't mean that you're taking care of yourself, and I realized this when I burnt myself out creatively, and I was taking time away from the podcast, and I literally didn't know who I was, like... I was like, oh, my God, if I'm just a regular girl who works a regular job, who doesn't have any goal and ambition, who am I? There's nothing wrong with that. You can literally be a human being existing, having your human experience. You don't need insane goals that you're constantly working toward all the time. You don't even need ambition. Whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy, it is what it is. No one can tell you otherwise. It's your human experience. But I didn't know like who I was. And to be honest, I still don't really know, okay? I've been doing a lot of healing. I basically feel like I've been putting myself through a crash course in healing. And this episode is really gonna take you guys through that journey because for some reason, I felt really compelled to share it. I did feel like I was healing a little bit too publicly online the last time I was doing the podcast. This time around, I just feel like I need to share this information. I feel like you guys are also in the same boat. I just feel like I know what you're thinking and I know what you're going through, and I just felt very drawn to make this episode. So here we are. I have no real direction or no real outline. We're just going to get into it. So I don't know if I should give any trigger warnings, but I've been dealing with a lot of self-hate, criticism, body image problems, lack of prioritizing myself, self-esteem issues, insecurity, jealousy, everything that I thought I was not having problems with anymore. I thought I had grown past this. I thought that I was like a healing girl. I was in therapy. I, you know, like I, I don't talk to men. I don't tolerate bad treatment. Like I'm not doing things that are bad for me anymore. Like I'm not self-destructing every day. That's what I thought. And for the most part, that was sort of true, but I came to a very rude realization that I was actually doing a lot of things in my day-to-day life. That was just not good for me. A lot of, of my thoughts, a lot of my feelings, a lot of my actions, the way I was interacting with men, the way I was allowing men to treat me, the access I was giving men was so unhealthy and I was like very publicly talking about like my sex life and all the stuff that I was doing and all along that none of that was making me happy like that wasn't actually what i wanted to do i was like partying a lot i was like blacking out very frequently and i kind of like went off the deep end a little bit and i am like a fairly chaotic person i have a leo moon so i'm like earth fire earth my rising is earth gets yeah, capricorn and my Sun sign is Earth as well, obviously, as you guys know. So, my fire moon causes a lot of chaos because I'm, I just, and my Venus is in Gemini. So, I have a lot of like urges, like literal urges to create chaos in my life. Recently, I'll give you guys a very clear example for this. Recently, I was chilling. I was actually listening to the episode with Toxic Tack that has been out. I was listening to it. This is before it came out. And as I'm listening to the episode, I'm listening to a segment where I'm talking about my ex. As I'm at that segment, a no-caller ID pops up on my phone. And if you have been through any sort of, you know, issues, you know what no-caller ID means. I was 1,000 million percent convinced that it was my ex calling me. And I was like, oh fuck yes. I have been waiting for some drama. I want the chaos. I answered so quick, you guys. I have never pressed the answer button so fast in my life. I was ready to chew this man out. I was ready to yell at him. I was ready. And it was this other guy that I'm talking to, which like, I'm like, oh my God, universe, are you telling me something? And I was like, he just, he was like, hey. And I was like, why are you calling me on a no-call ID? And he was like, oh, it's like this setting on my phone. Like, sorry, I forgot to change. And I was like, you're lucky I answered. And he was like, yeah, why did you answer? And I was like, um, (laughs) I don't know. So like the urges to create chaos in my life have been off the charts, off the charts. It's taken a lot of my self-control to not foster chaos in my life and not create situations where I'm begging the universe to take me out of. But I realize that like I have all these urges mostly because I like don't cater to myself or my needs And because I don't cater to myself, I get bored and my body's reaction to boredom is inviting chaos into it. It's like how I feel alive. I have read this in my co-star multiple times. You invite chaos into your life to feel something. It's true. Like, and I'm trying to get to a place where I can feel things in a healthy way and not like constantly be super chaotic because it's actually like not good for me and at the end of the day like I end up inviting unhealthy energy into my life and like I realized recently I was having interactions with men where they were treating me in similar ways to my ex And it was super weird and triggering and humbling because I thought I had grown past this and I just like thought, you know, because I like never talk to men and like I don't date guys and like I have all these like rules for myself and I'm basically like preventing myself from experiencing life at the end of the day, but I'm also just like perpetuating this reality where I haven't fully healed from what I've been through. So it's something that I'm still not quite sure how to navigate, but there's been a lot of other parts of my life that I've been healing that have helped me think about it in a different way in like a more digestible way and it really has a lot to do with my self-esteem and the way that i view myself and so recently i purchased this book off tiktok called the artist's way it's not like it's everyone's been talking about it apparently it just like popped up in my for you page randomly it's basically designed or written to help blocked creatives like if you are a creator of any sort which if you are a human being, you are a creator. Everyone has creative energy in them. We're like made to be creative beings. It's just, you know, your art and however you express your art is very unique and very up to you and something that you discover throughout your lifetime. And so the book is really aimed to help you release all the creative blocks that you may have. And so I have been reading the book because I want to change my life. Like, so badly like every day i'm like what can i do to make my life better and so there's like things you do do your morning pages you take yourself on an artist date and so artist dates are like an hour every week to yourself where it's like a date with you it's just you and you and you're just fucking out there in the world doing whatever you want to do eating whatever you want to eat trying a new restaurant or going to like whatever you want to do it's your time you're taking yourself on a date so last week I took myself on a hike as my date and the whole time that I was hiking I was having really self-hateful negative thoughts and I was having these thoughts my entire hike like I got to the top and that's when it clicked and I was like hold on hold on hold on hold on Hold on. If you were on a date with a guy right now and he took you on a hike and the entire hike, he was like, that girl looks so much better than you. She has such a better body than you. If you just lost five pounds, you would look like that. Oh my God, you're so slow. Oh my God, why did he choose to hike so late in the day? Oh my God, why can't you fucking wake up early? Like, it's not that hard to wake up early. Like, why are you lazy? you would never talk to him again. You would literally turn around and like, there's no way, there's no way you would expose yourself to that treatment for an hour. And then I was like, if you wouldn't allow a man to talk to you like this, why do you allow yourself to talk to you like this? At the end of the day, you're supposed to be your biggest cheerleader, your fan, your bestie, your best friend, the Delulu voice in your head that's like, you're doing so great, you're amazing, you're doing great, sweetie. That's what you're supposed to be for yourself. Like, Why are you literally hating on yourself so much? And that's when it like dawned on me that so much of my daily thoughts are very hateful, very critical thoughts. And then I get into these like creative vacuums where I feel like I can't make anything, where I'm super frustrated, where I'm drained, where I'm bored. And it's really because I don't allow myself to indulge myself. I don't allow myself to have fun. I'm constantly like putting this like limit on myself and what I can do and what I can't do. And I'm like creating an environment that's really toxic to myself. And then in turn, because I'm creating this environment, that's what I'm used to, I tend to accept toxic behavior. And then I allow men to talk to me a certain way and I allow men to mistreat me and I engage with men who are not good for me. And my self esteem gets lower and lower and my confidence gets lower and my insecurities get higher and my jealousy gets higher. Do you see what I mean? And so at the end of the day I'm learning that it really all boils down to how the fuck you talk to yourself. And when you start to pay attention to the thoughts that just like circulate in your brain on like an automatic wave pattern and you're not even realizing what you're thinking about about yourself. It's very scary and I realized that it was affecting literally everything I did. Am I sitting here and telling you, oh my God, I fixed it. I have no negative thoughts anymore. Absolutely not. I had so many negative thoughts today. I had so many negative thoughts editing the episode for this week. I Every like last time I was spiraling and I'm like, oh my God, I suck. I'm the worst person ever. And it's like at the end of the day, life is not that fucking serious and you're supposed to just be here having fun and just being a little goddess and having her goddess experience and expressing her art and just having a great time here. Like you're not really supposed to do anything else. And I also hit a breaking point with men where I just feel like I constantly put myself in situations with guys where I'm like providing value to them and I'm helping them and I'm this great girl and I just want to prove my value and prove my worth to everybody. And I want to be seen as like somebody who's worth being with and I'm doing all of this for free. I am not requiring anything in exchange for my time. I am not valuing my time to the point where I'm like, you know, you know what? If you want to get to know me, show me that you want to get to know me. If you want to get to know me, make an effort, take initiative, be an outlet, provide value to me, and I can provide value back. Instead, I'm just like giving away my value for free because. I, and it's not sex. It's literally when I say value, it's my time. It's me texting you back. It's me engaging with you in any form, in any manner. That is me giving my value to you. It's like not my entire value, but you know what I mean? It's my time. My time is valuable. And I'm realizing that I'm doing all of this for free because I am just looking for security. I am just looking for a guy who is going to text me every day, who is going to call me, who is going to tell me he likes me. But I'm not asking anything in exchange for that. And that's not to say that dating is that transactional, but at a point you do need to be compensated for your time. It's like a job. You don't want to work a job for fucking free. Dating is the same way. Like when you're exchanging your time with anybody, it needs to be valued on both ends At the same when you're like getting into new friendships and like relationships. It's like all the same game. In my opinion, it's like I know that I can provide value in any situation. How am I requesting the same from the person that I am so graciously giving my time to? So this is something that I'm actually noticing. And I kind of like hit a breaking point where I was like, I'm fucking fed up. I'm tired. I'm drained. And if you're going to be in my phone, if you're going to be taking my time, if you're going to want to talk to me, you need to give me a better better reason to sit here and talk back to you. And there needs to be something that is given to me in exchange for me giving my time and my energy and my conversation to you. And I think This is something that I'm learning the more I'm learning how to value and appreciate myself. And the more I'm learning how to incorporate a self-care routine that I do for myself every single day. And I saw this video on TikTok that low-key changed my life. And it was this girl, her name is Lisa. I don't remember her last name. I'm so sorry, I'm gonna need to go back and find the video. But she was talking about how she used to write checks to her future self and like mail it to the bank. This was like a long time ago. And just like, you know, never even check the account, just like mail it to the bank and have it deposited in like her dream fund or something. And and the checks were written to like her dream fund. I think that's what she put on them. And she just like wrote checks for like three years. And, you know, at the end of the three years, she went and saw her account balance and it was like, it was like 60K or something. And it was really interesting because like, yes, I struggle with money, but that's not what the episode is about because guys, I'm actually having someone on to talk about money and that's gonna be a very interesting (laughs) slash triggering episode. But I was realizing that a lot of my actions in my day-to-day life don't contribute much to my future self. And I noticed this in my exercise and my eating habits. And this is a trigger warning. So if you have struggled with eating and body image and you feel like you've had an eating disorder, This is what the next part of the episode is going to be about. So if that's too much for you to listen to, I would probably click away right now. I just want to warn you because this is not a fun topic, honestly, for anybody. And I feel like every girl struggles with this, but I feel like I'm getting to a point where one, I can talk about it and two, I can give you a little bit of solution. And I can also tell you how much an eating disorder ties into self-hatred. And when you start to change the way you talk to yourself and the way you think about yourself and the way you view yourself, fixing your eating disorder comes with that. And this is something that I'm realizing literally as of, three days ago or like a week ago. So I was telling you guys that like my self-hate cycle was like on 10 and it was like crazy. And so then I started to, you know, once I saw that video, I was like, okay, how am I actually doing anything for my future self? I go to the gym a lot. I've, tra- I've been very open about my fitness on the podcast and on my social media. I talk about it a lot. And I was like a year ago, I was super, super on my fitness game. I was going to the gym like twice a day. I was like going crazy, but my diet has never been able to support my lifestyle. And to be honest with you guys in the past two years this is the first two years in my entire life that I've actually been eating. And so I didn't really know what that looked like. I didn't know how that reflected on my body. I, I kind of just like thought that if I ate, I wouldn't look good. And that was like a belief that, I had very deep down within myself where it was like well if I eat then I just have to accept that I'm not going to be skinny or however I want to look and being skinny is like like conventionally the idealistic body type but it's not everything and it doesn't always mean healthy right so at this point in my life I'm prioritizing getting a healthy body I do not feel healthy right now my fitness game was super off my diet was crazy and all over the place and I would basically use the gym to punish myself and I would smoke and kind of overeat and then I'd punish myself by going to the gym in the morning and it was this vicious cycle where I was never making progress and I was never like I when she said like I used to write checks to myself I was like how do I write checks to myself like (laughs) I'm not you know writing money checks but like how am I writing checks in my daily life and the answer was Not at all. The answer was really, I'm like taking out of my savings account every single day. I realized I was like not doing anything to benefit my future self. I was like sabotaging my future self and punishing myself for my current self. Like it was just this horrible cycle. And because I was so in denial of like my eating disorder and my negative thought patterns, I wasn't seeing it that way. I was like, well, I'm just stressed out and I just want to smoke and chill. And like, I haven't really eaten today or like, you know, I ate my, whatever. Like I made all these excuses and rationales and i be like, whatever, I'm just going to go to the gym tomorrow. It's going to be fine. And the gym became like such a toxic place for me. And then food became a toxic place and then smoking became a, Bad outlet. I realized the other day that none of these things are really the problem. The problem was I wasn't comfortable being in a mental space where I just loved my body and appreciated what I had. I always felt like there was something better that I could have. I wasn't happy with how I looked. Every time I would get close, to like hitting a goal or say like, I hit my macros for the day or like I had a good meal plan. I would like binge really late at night. Like I'd always do something to sabotage myself. And I was like, it's because my comfort zone is hating myself. And it's shitty to admit that, but it's true. And I'm comfortable just like talking shit to myself and being like, whatever, like this is what you have to accept. And you just like, that's what I was used to thinking. And so anytime I was almost on my way out of that, I would just like sabotage and go right back to where I was. And so this past week I was like, you know what? Like I'm done feeling shitty about myself. And I actually like opened up to a few people close to me and I was like, this is getting really bad. It's all I can think about every single day. Like it's starting to impede my ability to function on a day-to-day basis. When something gets in the way of like, me being able to function I get really upset I like to be a functional person which my brother makes fun of me because he says that do you guys know that meme of like the fish tank that's like about to completely explode and someone just slaps a band-aid on it he was like that's you with your life and unfortunately it's true and it is something i'm trying to work on because like for example guys my phone is shattered as fuck right now like i broke it very i dropped it down two flights of stairs like a month ago like it is shattered the only thing probably holding it together is my phone case right now but my camera is intact not proud of this, but like all like my camera is intact and so I have not replaced my phone. All I have to do is send a screenshot to Apple Care to prove to them that I do in fact pay for Apple Care, which is so fucking shocking. I can't believe I was that responsible when I bought my phone to actually put Apple Care on it. That is usually not something I do. But my dad told me like back in college, he's like, Jules, like you break your phone all the time. Like you need to figure that out. Anyways, so that's all I have to do when Apple will send me a new phone. Like that is all I have to do and I have been putting it off because my phone still works and as long as it works, it's not broke. In, in my book. Can you tell I grew up poor? Anyways, that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is really to tell you guys like I do that a lot where like something is completely breaking, falling apart, but I'm like, it works. It's functional. And I just slap a band-aid on it and pretend like it's not there. So I realized that I was doing that with my health, my fitness and the way that I talk to myself. And so I also saw this thing on TikTok where this girl was saying like, if you are upset about where you're currently at and you want to improve your life, you want something better, write down your current beliefs about your Yourself, the way you look, your life, your job, the way the world works, pretty much like everything in your life, your goals, what it takes to make them happen, and write down everything that you believe about all of those categories. Just like write it out on paper and then envision what your future self looks like and what they have. You know, say you want a better job, you hate your job and you want a better one. Like, what are your beliefs about, you know, the job you currently have and like how possible it is for you to get a new job? And what do you think your ideal self in a new job? What does she believe or he whatever, you know, like just write it out and contrast and and then you can write affirmations and you can see like your weak points and like what you need help reframing. So I did that for everything in my life. I was sick a few weeks ago and I wasn't going anywhere. So I just journaled and just sat in bed and wrote the fuck out of like everything going on and I when I put everything on paper I realized that I had such negative beliefs about myself and my ability to change I was like whatever I just look like this I have to accept this like I don't have any power to change myself and it was so weird because my beliefs about the way the world worked were very positive but my beliefs about myself were very limiting so I started there I like wrote my affirmations and then I was like you know what I can take charge of my life if I want to look better and I want to be healthier I can do that like I'm capable of making that change. And I actually started making the change and committing to the change. And any time now that I think about breaking the change and I think about like, you know, not sticking to my, plan like now I just like you know track my protein and and like I track everything I eat for somebody struggling with an eating disorder this might not be healthy so I'm saying that this is working for me do I know that it's fully working I don't know but I actually feel a lot better because I feel like I'm so much more in control of my health than I was before because before I would just kind of like eat whatever and convince myself that I was doing fine but now I know like I can track my food and I can know that I had a good eating day I hit my protein and I'm not like hungry like that's the weird thing is that I feel so good I feel energized I feel better with what I'm putting into my body. So I do feel like I'm prioritizing my health in a way that I haven't been before, but I'm seeing very clearly the progress that I'm making each day. And then it helps me with my other habits. Like it helps me drink less because I'm like, well, I already like did so good today. I don't want to fuck up tomorrow by getting drunk tonight, because if I get drunk tonight, then I'm going to be really you know, I'm going to feel so shitty at the gym tomorrow because when every time you drink, like it breaks down basically all the progress you've made when you're like building your muscles. And so, and I want to sleep more because I want to be rested because I want to make it to the gym. And it's like all of these other things in my life are naturally adjusting because I'm putting so much emphasis on changing my own life and prioritizing my future self. And I'm like, how is. Jewel's going to feel tomorrow? Like, how is she going to feel being out this late? How is she going to feel being drunk? How is she going to feel if she smokes right now? Like I'm thinking about my future self in ways that I never have before, mostly because I was so used to survival mode and survival mode is so right here, right now. It's like really hard to see past what's in front of you. And so now I'm like in an era where I want to be healthy and I want to be better, like actually for real this time. And I'm paying a lot more attention to my thoughts and my thought patterns. And my mom told me this today, actually, she said, if you are somebody who's in touch with your intuition, which I very much am with your left hand, write down a question and then kind of like let your left hand take over and like it's going to be word vomit. She's like, it might not make sense, but eventually your brain is going to answer your question. So she was like, you need to write down like, why do I hate myself? And just like let your hand right and like see what comes out. I haven't done it yet. Not going to lie to you guys. It sounds really scary, but coming face to face with all of these thoughts and feelings about yourself is so much better than running from them. Cause I was running from this shit for a long time. And I was like, no, but I love myself. No, 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 no. But I value myself. No, 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 no. But I don't talk to shitty guys. No, no, no. I accept good treatment. No, I care about myself. And I was like stuffing all this fake ideology in my head that I like gave a shit about myself when I really fucking hated myself. And then I like literally saw my self hate reflect, in my day-to-day life, in what I accepted from men, what I accepted from friends, what I accepted in work, how little money I used to accept in exchange for my services and my time and, you know, where I used to choose to live and my environments that I put myself in and even, like, literally every single thing in my life, like, the way you feel about yourself will trickle all the way down. And I think everyone has a very different way of healing. I've talked to people who have healed through men or through their family or through friends. I think everyone has such a different healing journey. I, because I trust myself the most, my healing journey is the most powerful when it's something that comes from me. And I seek out the information, I read the books, I take the time, I do the things that I feel like I need to do to be better at what's going on in my life and at managing my thoughts and my anxieties and my insecurities. And it is ugly to come face to face with like, oh my God, holy fucking shit, I really do feel that way about myself. And it was really humbling for me to watch myself, allow myself to get treated poorly, By certain men in certain situations and like be okay with it in and like you know very readily accept it. But it's okay. Like I'm learning how to be easier on myself, which is honestly the hardest thing that I've ever had to do because I'm very, very self-critical. And this is all like it just like dampens your feminine spirit, it dampens your inner child, and it dampens your ability to create and exist in the fucking world and just have a good time here. Like you were put on this world to do something really fucking cool, but if you hate on your yourself all day every day and you don't feel like you're at your best and you don't think you have the power to change your life you're always going to be self-sabotaging and living in this crazy rat race of like I love myself today but I hate myself tomorrow and like it's it's crazy and as somebody who's like ran that rat race for a very long time and is trying to get out it's not easy but it's like super super doable you just have to like really commit to it and like I think what helped me is just like giving my power back to myself and realizing like If I don't like the way my life is, I can change it. If I don't like this one thing, I have the power. I have the ability to change it. I have the ability to ask for something better. I can accept better things for myself. I can believe that I deserve better things and actually act on that. And it's been a very enlightening and honestly very wholesome journey. And I'm not obviously there yet, but. Every single day is like a challenge for me to either take care of myself or self-destruct. And I am keeping the thought in my head that if I self-destruct today, I have to start over tomorrow. And it like ruins the progress that I've made this far. So it keeps me on track and it keeps me going. And I'm like, I did it today. I can do it again tomorrow because what's the point of doing it today if I don't repeat it, you know? And I really want my future self to be so grateful to the past me who got her here. And I'm grateful to all my past versions, even right now, because They've all led me to this point and even my deepest, darkest moments of like really not liking myself and not even wanting to be in my own space has led me to a place where I'm starting to become happier in who I am and I'm learning more and more every single day and it's definitely not easy, but I feel like, all the good girls are on their self-care journey with me. I feel like we kind of have been through that since the beginning. And I know the show is like taking a different turn as it kind of always does, but I wanna keep doing my solos here and there and getting in touch with you guys because I still feel like it's so fun to like have the girly conversations and like have the crazy episodes and like, you know, bring on new people. And it's really challenging me as a creator to learn how to manage that and how to edit those episodes and how to conduct interviews. And it's such a different era for me but I'm really happy and I'm really excited. I hope you guys are still enjoying the show but I still want to have these moments where I check in with you. I let you know what's going on in my life and you can let me know what's going on in yours and I want you to know that no matter what you're never alone even when it feels like you're alone and I am right here with you. I am in the fucking trenches digging my way out and I know this was kind of like a very surface level talk about like eating disorders and self hate and it's not something that is very easy to break down but I want to acknowledge that it is something we all struggle with. And the moment you start to notice those hateful thoughts toward yourself, understand that you have the capability to change them. It's up to you to change them and start a very simple practice by like writing down all the thoughts that you have, even if they're really scary and really ugly and you don't even want to admit that you think that about yourself, write it down and then write down the opposite in affirmations, record the affirmations and then play the affirmations at least three times a day and just reprogram your brain to believe something different. Because if you programmed your brain to believe That you are dumb, or you are not pretty or you have a terrible personality. You can also program your brain to think that you are beautiful, that you are intelligent, that you can do anything you want to do. You have a wonderful personality and you can literally fucking, I don't know, crush your life. Like you can do whatever you want. It's fine. Like nobody's going to stop you. Nobody can do anything better than you can do it. Like you are a creator. You are a master. If you want to unblock your creativity, order The Artist's Way Off Amazon right the fuck now. Like, it's such a good book. I swear to God, it's changing my life. And just understand that at any point, you can choose better. You can choose better tomorrow. You can start writing your checks to your future self right the fuck now. And you're gonna be so happy that you started to do that, that you started that journey. It's so worth it, even when you have to face those ugly, scary parts that you're just like, ee! ah, ew. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's not real unfortunately it is but it's okay i'm in the same boat with you so as you know like my dms are open all the time you can hit me up at good girl pod on tiktok instagram and twitter which i need to get back on twitter i deleted my socials so i wanted to cleanse and i have to get back on that shit um you can also find me at julia lena thomas on instagram and as always you guys i'll see you every fucking thursday till the end of time i love you so much thank you for tuning in Bye.